Hey, what's up? We back broadcasting live from Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Radio. Today's special guest is Jasmine Mann. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another episode of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. Today, I have another uh, special guest, and her name is Jasmine Mann, and I just you know been following her on Instagram, seeing what she was up to, and I thought that she would be somebody interesting to have come on and share her story. And she was gracious enough to uh, come on and hang out with us for a little bit today. So, Jasmine, uh, thanks for coming on. And how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, uh, Jasmine, just for starters, can you talk about you know your story? Because the thing that really interested interested me in what you were doing is. It's just how you went out there and, and created your own life and, and went about doing things, you know, on your own path to, to fulfill um, whatever, it, whatever it was that you were searching for, whether that was happiness or just being able to explore the world. So could we start there? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I originally was at Michigan State University and um, I applied for a job with Boeing in Southern California. Um, got a job offer to come out here and I took it. Um, I always wanted to move, you know, out of the state just to explore and try new things as I do love traveling. And so I moved out here and I basically, you know, on top of working my typical nine to five job, um, I started getting into other things such as modeling and acting. And I ended up, um, writing a book just last year as well. So I've just been up to a whole lot of things. Um, I use my vacation time always to travel overseas. Um, I went to Europe a few uh, years ago and Thailand just last year. Um, but it's it's been quite a change to go from Michigan to California, especially not knowing anyone out here originally. Um mm-hmm. But I definitely found a way to adapt. And, you know, I've always been a pretty independent person um, overall. But, you know, getting out of my comfort zone and moving out here was the next step for me to take. And I haven't looked back since. Nice. So where are you at in in California? I'm actually in Huntington Beach, which is um, Surf City, USA. Um, I live about half an hour south of L.A. Nice. Yeah, that seems to be... Uh, the wave right now, a bunch of my friends are, you know, moving out here, moving out (laughs) West, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And then I, I definitely don't blame them. You know, I'm getting tired of the snow, but you know, so that's awesome. And, and so you were saying that you, you wanted to, you know, move out there because you were tired of, uh, the, the lack of opportunities Mm -hmm. here in the Midwest area. What, what was it about Cali that that was so appealing, and and how did you get involved? Because I know, you know, knowing your background, that you were the writer, yeah. you you put out your book, and and you did some modeling. How did those things um, come about? Was it something that you always wanted to do, even when you were back here in Michigan? 
Yeah, actually. Um, so in terms of modeling, um, I'm, you know, almost best at, I guess you could say the lifestyle modeling and California has a lot of that to offer compared to anywhere else in the U.S. Mm -hmm. You know, New York's known for their high fashion, but California has a lifestyle to it. And on top of that, I kind of had, you know, a health kick I went on in college and um, started taking care of my body more and trying to be more in balance and in tune with everything. So moving to California was another, you know, great place to be because they're known for, you know, juicing the juice bars and, you know, everyone's always joking about how much we eat kale and go hiking and (laughs) being outdoors and being active. Like those are all things I couldn't do when I was in Michigan, um, since it's always cold most of the year. And, um, on top of that, you know, like I've always been interested in performing and acting. Um, I, you know, was on an Indian dance team and I performed all over the U.S. during college. So being a performer was always something um, I had in me. So moving to Cali was the best bet I had for being able to do everything as well as maintaining a stable lifestyle with a stable job. Yeah, that's awesome. And I saw that you were also you know, recently crowned Miss India North America. What was that? Mm-hmm. You know, like, because we see it on TV and, and, and get a, a glimpse of that lifestyle. But but for you, uh, on an emotional level or even, uh, 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 what was that whole experience like? Yeah, so uh, I actually, you know, never planned on doing a pageant. I, did, I never planned that one out, especially. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up, you know, deciding the beginning of last year, um, I had gone through, you know, a rough patch. I was kind of down about life in general. And, you know, there was just things that I've always wanted to do, but never actually thought I would. And yeah, I I kind of had enough of that. I was like, you know what, I'm going to start checking off things off my bucket list because I realized truly life is too short. So I signed up for the pageant, um, essentially to check it off my bucket list. And, do something that I never dreamed of doing or thought I could do just to prove myself wrong. Because, you know, having the confidence in yourself and being able to do something that you don't believe you can do, nor does anyone else, like, that's what you need to go out and do. Those are the exact things you need to go do is everything you believe you can't. And I never really grasped that concept Mm -hmm. until I just said, you know what, I need to stop overthinking things and just do them. Don't like, don't be afraid of the fear of, you know, rejection or the fear of losing. Like who cares? You know, there, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, you know, going out there and doing it is enough to be proud of. Exactly. And, and that's interesting that you say that because the, I had another guest on earlier uh, today before we yeah. hopped on and, and that's exactly what he was talking about as far as just believing that you can, you know, do these things. And so I wanted to ask you what, cause I think there's an interesting point there. What was mm-hmm. the reason why um, you thought you couldn't do those things that, that um, you kind of placed like a barrier, a barrier of access on, if you will. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, your upbringing has something to do with it. Your environment Mm -hmm. has something to do with it. Um, Coming from a small town in Michigan and, you know, not being known as the prettiest girl or not being seen in a certain way by other people is what, you know, 
creates you as you're growing older. So it's like those kind of things that create the self-doubt in your head. And I think that environment that I grew up in had something to do with it. Um, if you're in that small town, you don't have necessarily like already in your head that you're going to go out and be like, say like a Hollywood star on the red carpet. Like right. that's, it's like things you dream about, but not things you actually think you can do. But I guess moving out here was that one step closer to actually being able to do things that I always dreamed of. No, I get that. So it was like taking taking that leap and and losing, I, I guess, losing that sense of comfort since you weren't at home anymore. And Yeah, no, it's just removing no a layer of yourself. Right. No mm -hmm. one was going to be there to like, well, you didn't know anybody, so who cares, right? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's interesting. And so, so you're out there and... And and you decided to write a book and and yeah. and, 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 sh and sharing those experiences. What what is the book about? And and, yeah. and and why did you want to write it? Okay, so that's funny you ask. Um, I <laughs> initially when I started writing, um, okay, I've written since I was little, since I was okay. about eight years old. Um, right. I kind of fell off during college because you know I got busy with classes and, um after you know a rough experience um I had la end of last year um I kind of you know it, I got tired of it all um it seems like the last 10 years were an endless whirlwind of trying to do too much for the wrong people mm. and not recognizing my potential true self and worth um so it's just when you hit rock bottom like there's nowhere to go but up that's your only choice so in order to kind of recover from, say, one thing was the toxic relationship I had been in, um, it was, you know, a very dark place in my life. So writing was my only way to get rid of the pain, get rid of the anger. And I, I kind of started sharing some of my writing on Instagram, and a lot of people resonated with what I had to say. And just the fact that one or two people alone were benefiting from my writing you know, something clicked in my head that this was one of my life's purposes is to get this book out there and like create this thing that that's not only going to help me, but other people. And like, little did I know that was going to be the result, you know, and once, you know, halfway through writing, I once I decided it was going to be a book, I just it just motivated motivated me to write even more. And, um, you know, I being having a supply chain degree I was like you know what I can self-publish this as well <laughs> right. I, I got this you know like I have the business acumen to do this I I am motivated and passionate about this project here and so it kind of all came together like it was meant to be and you know I had the help of um, a close friend of mine you know with the cover design at the time and kind of just brought it all together and it just meant a lot to me to put it out there mm -hmm. finally and just be okay with it and be proud of everything I had been through because I do believe it all happens for a reason and it all makes us stronger you know it's like we hear that so often but we never really truly understand the value of it until we're put in that position no yeah that's definitely awesome can you give us an excerpt or do you have anything that that you're that uh that you're fond of you know from from swimming in stars yeah i'd be happy to share actually so um i had one i had written about you know creative souls mm -hmm. um 
So obviously there's always that balance between being in the business world and the creative side of me that's always having an internal battle. And it's like, you know, what's my end purpose? What's my end game? Um, the book being, you know, one of my purposes. But right. I write, I'm not an intellect, not in the way the world wants me to be. My mind wanders through space and time. I've been trying to keep it under control my whole life, but need to accept every layer of myself. We have many layers, thick and thin, pretty and ugly. That's what makes us human. Some of us have day jobs where we conform to society's standards, but we're always having internal struggles since our creative sides are yearning for attention. Unfortunately, having a passion for something does not necessarily mean you have a talent for it. And that's where reality hits. I guess that comes down to, you know, not being able to, for example, be a singer. If I'm not a good singer, I can't, you know, be Rihanna or something. But mm -hmm. it really comes down to um, just, you know, being able to balance that creativity and the reality of life. No, that was awesome. I loved hearing that. And and so you said you started putting these things like on Instagram. And since you brought that up, mm -hmm. and, and I was just checking out your Instagram account again, yeah. you have like, you know, almost 9,000 followers and like 116 posts. Are are you the one that's doing the, all the Instagram? And, and mm -hmm. what is, what's been your experience with using that as a platform to, 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 to share yeah. yourself and, and to be vulnerable with, um, with a lot of people that you don't even know? Yeah, so um, as my friends would say, I've always been known as the open book. And mm -hmm. as when I was younger, um, I kind of closed off at some points in my life and have been learning to kind of open back up. And it's been great because I've been able to see, you know, and connect with other writers like um, Sylvester McNutt. Like he, he came and visited LA. He's a writer that's pretty big on Instagram. And I actually got to talk to him personally. And, you know, he's always been one of my, you know, motivators, as well as like Rupi Kaur. She's another one that's pretty well known. Um, I really look up to these other writers. And mm -hmm. I know for all of us, we're all, it's, we're all so different, but we have that thing in common that writing helps or heals us or helps us love stronger. We, we live through our words and mm. it's a very beautiful thing. No, that definitely is beautiful. And, and there were some topics, you know, that, that you shared as well, that, mm -hmm. that were some important things for you. And you alluded to one of them earlier, which was, you know, re recovering from yeah. toxic relationships. You know, here you are again, you're out in California <laughs> and adjusting to new life and, and having these new experiences. And, mm -hmm. and that was something that was important for you. So how do you do that? Um, the recovering from toxic relationships. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, I basically am able to do that by removing myself from the situation. Um, and kind of, I had to cut myself off completely and, um, go out and spend time with other people, for example, my coworkers or mm -hmm. be in a positive environment and, Really, it came down to me spending more time on myself. Um, that's what I hadn't done over the last, you know, five, ten years. Okay. I just hadn't really focused on myself enough. And and that also made sense and made me realize why I put up with the way I was being treated. Why mm -hmm. was it that I just, 
you know, constantly let people walk all over me. It was something within myself I had to fix. And it took me at least a full year's journey. But where I am now, it just is so much better. And I've never been happier with, you know, in my entire life than I had been before. I was, I was just letting, you know, toxic people poison my life. But it also has something to do with yourself. It really does. And what did you discover? Because I think that's the interesting thing that you know a lot of us go through that, and, yeah. and 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 allowing these things to happen to us. What what was it that you discovered for yourself uh, that was the underlying reason that that you were mm-hmm. allowing those things to happen? Um, I think it was honestly just bad habits, mm-hmm. um, negativity in my had my own mind it was more like I didn't feel like I had the control of my I didn't have control of my life um per se it it really just came down to that I guess um you know I wasn't really well balanced at the time I could say okay and you know doing activities and being around positive people and like really realizing that I can be happy on my own was the main thing that I had to learn. So once I realized last year I can be happy on my own and that I can't let someone, you know, I can't be dependent on anyone. You know, although I say I'm a very independent person in every aspect, Mm -hmm. the thing is emotionally this person had me tied around their finger because I didn't know anyone else in California at the time, you know? Mm. So it seemed like that was my go-to person and the type of person he was, it was, it was as if they fed off of making me dependent on them. And Mm. that's a very negative way to live. So no, it really just, no, was yeah, go ahead. being blinded I guess it's being blinded yeah <laughs> mm. so do you going through that and and I guess sometimes hard to to actually put down in the words you know growth yeah. experience or or feeling different at a certain stage of your life as opposed to earlier do you necessarily yeah. you know where you are today like mm-hmm. feel more positive like are you doing certain uh, different habits now that you weren't doing before that kind of oh, yeah. you mentioned like staying around you know positive people and going oh, out yeah. and meeting Completely. new folks what are what are like some of those other things because you mentioned working on yourself and, and and you do the writing to reflect but what else do you do yeah, so the writing, you know, helped me get it out of my system and not like I'm not never going to write again, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. um, I really started surrounding myself with the right people out here. And I kind of have higher standards on who I let in my life. That's that's what I needed to do all along, really. But it's, you know, the getting older, you realize that. Mm-hmm. So I surrounded myself with the right people and I started being kinder to myself Um Consciously, I had to start paying attention to my thought process. Um, I was, I was kind of back then not thinking clearly. I was kind of in a daze, and after so many years, I had to get out of it and really just take 
charge of everything. So that's what it was, you know, and I, I like tried a lot of different things. Um, I definitely, you know, tried the yoga and the meditation, <laughs> got into all that. And it's like, I still keep it as part of my life, but it, it honestly did help. Um, you know, just just doing more of the things that I love to do to treat myself, like something as simple as listening to music or going to a music festival and like just experiencing life. And mm, that's right. what I realized makes me happy, just being outdoors and experiencing life. And that's what keeps me, you know, in such good spirits at all times. That's awesome. So you're doing you're doing these things, but you're also still still working too but you have the yeah yeah, so that's so you have you're you're in that in between is there a point where you want to stop working and and focus on other (laughs) stuff or do you like the balance that you have between those things especially for uh we always hear millennials who are going the path of just being straight up entrepreneurs and (laughs) and doing their own thing um where, where are you at on that spectrum right so i'm definitely in this like weird in between right now Mm -hmm. and um I definitely see myself moving forward in a more entrepreneurial direction because right. it's it's just I feel like I was born to kind of be my own boss but it's not something I had realized earlier on but the way that I the way that my personality is set up the way that I I'm interested in so many different facets of life and the way that, you know, this everything from this journey of writing my book has taught me is that I'm capable of that and so much more. So, I mean, one day I would like to start my own business, but in the meantime, I'm gaining a lot of great experience where I'm at within the company and corporate culture. And, you know, I might even want to get involved in some startups um, eventually, but whatever, you know, comes along at the right time. You know, I don't, I like to be in the now and the here, but I always do have a vision or goal in mind for the future. That's awesome. And you said yeah. you have a, the bucket list and you've been crossing, you know, a, a lot of things off of that, the book, yeah. you know, acting, modeling, what, what's something yeah. else that you have on that bucket list that, uh, that you're getting ready to take down? Probably just the starting my own business, kind of okay. trying to figure out what direction I want to go. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, the the market's very saturated with brands and all that these days. So it's kind of tough to figure out, you know, am I just doing it to jump on the bandwagon or am I doing it for me? You know, so I want to mm-hmm. make sure it's for me and I'm doing the right thing. So being patient in that sense and maybe waiting for the right opportunity to come along is something I do. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome because you have that analytical background to really mm-hmm. look at it and, and see where things are going to be heading. But you also talked about, you know, reaching goals. What What yeah. is your process for, for reaching goals? Because that's, that's something I always hear people say, well, I don't know how to actually even start doing that thing or, or where to begin. So what, what do you do for that? So for me, my passion drives every one of my goals. I mm-hmm. don't have a process set in place when I, right. like I said, for me, I let things happen the way they're meant to. I kind of okay. use my internal intuition to guide the way. So before, like I catch myself consciously, like, or subconsciously thinking a certain way, like, Oh, I'm interested in this. Um, go do it. Just go ahead and take those steps that you need to write them down. If anything, I just write down what I want to do when I'm feeling very in tune with myself. And then I look at it the next day and I'm like, you know what? I can, 
you know, start this today. I can take a few steps forward by sending out these many emails after work. Like I just kind of go and um, just jump right into it. No, I love hearing that. And, yeah. And so you're, you're in Cali. Have, what What's the thing that you like in, uh, doing the most when you have your own free time? You said you like doing some hiking <laughs> out there too? Yeah, hiking. Uh-huh. Um, I love, you know, just going to different dance classes. I've always been a dancer. Um, I took some acting classes for fun. Okay. Um, yeah, and most of all, just um, trying to do quick getaways and traveling and um yeah yoga hiking those are the main <laughs> things <laughs> and of course of course going um to some music festivals at least once a year you know to get it out of my system i i, I love to dance so that's my thing that's what are you doing hip-hop dancing yeah i've done hip-hop <laughs> um bhangra which is an indian dance um, okay but you know like um try to do shuffling i'm not very good at that but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it just feels like that's the free spirit side of me that i love to enjoy that's awesome so i've, I've enjoyed you know listening to you and, and hearing your story and and, yeah. and getting and getting a, a different sense of perspective of you know where you're coming from you know especially since you're from the midwest as well uh mm-hmm. michigan and and knowing yeah. what it's like to live here and now you're out there in cali and so that's awesome to hear those those different changes that you have gone through because how long have you been out there for now it's gonna be my third year in june wow yeah. mm-hmm. that's awesome so yeah. three three years you've been out there a lot of different changes that you've gone through what so many <laughs> what would you say uh to sum up your experiences and what you've gone through, um, if you could say like what your definition of, you know, fulfilling life's yearnings would be, um, based on what you've gone through. Um, I would definitely have to say, you know, it just comes down to being happy, um, within yourself, not really using other people's standards of happiness to define where you're at in life. You know, there's always going to be people ahead of you and behind you and above you and below you. But, you know, where you're at is exactly where you need to be. So being okay with where you're at and accepting change will really just get you to a different level of where you think happiness lies. That's awesome. I love that definition. And Jasmine, excuse me, (laughs) what what can we do to, you know, see what you're doing um check out the the awesome content that you're putting out on instagram or or where else you're at yeah. online yeah so mainly um my main website is uh jasminecoreman.com that's mm-hmm. um my first middle and last name and then instagram is the same thing jasminecoreman and um i also have a facebook page set up for my uh book that's called Swimming in Stars. And I am also on Facebook personally, um, although I didn't have it for like three, four years in college. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I got back on that bandwagon. And <laughs> yeah, those are pretty much my only online social media platforms. But I definitely, you know, hope to do some sort of um, speaking events um, in the future. So keep posted. 
Awesome. That is so cool. So I I appreciate you taking some time out today to hang out with me uh, and and sit in your car for a little bit while you could be outside enjoying beautiful weather. (laughs) So So I definitely appreciate it. And I look forward to, you know, seeing all the awesome things that you have going on in the future and then reconnecting as well. Yeah. Thank you so much again. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.